It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hey, here we are. It's the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Mike is back from vacation. Nice of you to join us, Mike. Nice How to be are back. you? No, I missed you guys. It was uh, nice to get out, disconnect for a little bit mm. as much as I could. And uh, Anthony and Earl did a really good job holding it down. So I'm glad to come back they to a studio did. that's not burnt to the ground. Earl is producing for the first time today. We'll say hello to him in a minute. G- well, there he is now. We'll say hello to him right now. Earl. Why are you nervous? I saw you tweet that you're nervous. What are you nervous about? I'm nervous as hell, man. You've been working with us for months now. It's all right. (laughs) You think Mike's job is actually hard? It's the easiest job here. What are you doing? This man's been... We're about to find out. The man's been hosting on the radio. Yeah, bro. What you mean? Nervous, bro. What are you nervous for? And you know us. (laughs) Exactly. But it's a little upgrade from radio to TV. We understand that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a small favor. Uh, Anthony, can you get my hooch? Your hooch? My, my, my hooch. What is wrong with you? It's right over there. It's, it's 11 o'clock it's in right the morning. There, right there. there I want some goes. hooch for. Yeah, give me the, let me oh, the you left your quick. drink there? Yeah, yeah. How did it end up over there? I left it here last night. Hey, but hey, oh, coffee don't go bad, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that hat is fire. You know what? It'd be so many hats and stuff. I don't even got over. I should have brought my Hey, where's my hoodie at, fam? I, that, ain't I supposed to get you another one? What my hoodie at, man? And you go. He won two. He won two, two pieces of gear before before McNuggets get one. <laughs> you almost said Mick something else. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been. Yo, that's even a better one. But no, we keep, no, no, we can't say no, that. Okay, no, okay. No, no. I'll put it. Oh X on my goodness! He did almost slip up and say. Oh my God! What's he gonna say? It was. Oh, I wasn't even going there, but I liked the way I was at. By the way, uh, <laughs> Mikey McNuggets was down in Florida, and you got some bad weather there. That sucks when you go away, like in the winter, to somewhere warm and it's cold. It was unacceptable. I don't feel bad for the people in Florida. Like my mother lives in Florida most of the year. She she's in New York on the on in the summer, but. She lives in Florida. When she calls and tells me it's cold, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Is it's she in Naples? Near Naples, yeah, not far. <laughs> That's where everybody retires. Everyone retires. Yeah. Yeah. It was 75 to 80 the where first two at? days. Where were you at? Palm Beach. Oh, okay. But it was 75 to 80 the first two days and then like 55 degrees and windy the next two. So, like, you couldn't go on the beach. You really don't oh, want to be. It was better than the snow. Well, I, listen, what a heartache, a, 55 and it windy. It was an upgrade yeah. over Cleveland, but you, you, you don't go to Florida to sit in the hotel. I hear I ended you. up finding a bar. We watched the Browns game. You yeah. you, you, so, you can't go out at 55 and windy? You go sit on the beach? Dude, that was 80 degrees, degrees warmer than it was here. I, know, listen, I, I was yeah. very thankful to be there as opposed to in whatever yeah. tundra conditions you guys had up here. But yeah. you don't go to Florida to spend time inside. No, you I go out there you. to be on the beach and 
Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be on the beach. You could like sit by the pool or just sit out. Like even at 55, you could sit outside. Yeah, it was I windy though. Outside. Windy. No, no you're not going out at 55. No. By the way, I for am. this game in Washington, where the Browns are playing Sunday, it's supposed to be 57 at game time. Yeah, it is. Which good. is going to feel like summertime to them. Yeah, That's what they played last week. And Carson Wentz. Anybody excited to see Carson Wentz this week? That's another guy I got wrong. Prince I, Harry? Thought, I thought he was going to be good. You thought he was going to be? You I know did. what? I actually had the, the chance of playing with him in the senior bowl. He was actually the quarterback on right. my team. You didn't and think when, he was going to be And good? when I watched him, I said, oh, he is pretty good. But yeah. I didn't think he was going to be like that great. Which, when he he actually surprised me when he went to the Eagles and like started lighting it up and he had that MV quote-unquote could have been He was MVP on his way to an MVP type right. He has two MVP votes. Two more than Russell Wilson. What, that, that year? They got two MVP votes that year. Yeah, Russell Wilson will never Zero. win an MVP. No, he can forget about it. I got a question for you, Thomas, about that, though. About so you see Carson Wentz at the Senior Bowl. Yes. You can see the physical traits. How quickly can you tell a guy mentally, especially at the quarterback position, well, I may was, not have it? Well, I always wanted to see how he – you always tell about the progressions of how they – when they get the ball, boom, 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 do they read the coverage, do they know where to go with the ball. And for the most part, he actually did in practice. I was like – yeah, but quarterbacks are not taking hits in practice. So true. There's, no, That's there's true. none of that pressure. They clock, they clock is sped up in game time. And then right. the, if you if anybody's ever watching the senior bowl, it's the game of it is not where is it? you want to go watch practice. The game, everybody's right. out there playing not to get hurt. It's like right, right, it's right. like let's get it over it's with. It's like let's the pro bowl. Yeah. yeah. You, know. you can't even blitz. Why would yeah. you why would you simulate why would you simulate what it's like to be in the league? Like this is an interview. We're gonna put you through and then you can't even blitz them. Like yeah. What kind of playbook they, is that? I mean, they call it basic stuff. It's, basic. It, it ain't no blitzes. It's, let him, it's cover three and cover one. That's what we – and I had Dallas as my coaching staff. Let, yeah. them, let them get their money off one-on-one. Yeah. And then they get to the league and be like, well, I don't know why he's struggling. They'll make up – and see – Half these quarterbacks that come in don't be no good anyway. Let's just be clear. They don't be good. I think I actually think Carson Wentz has all the physical tools to play. He does. But he I think he's, I think he's it, and this is unfair of me to say because I don't know the man personally. It's probably unfair, but I'm gonna say it anyway because that's what I do. I think he's mentally soft as to- toilet paper. Yep. Uh, I mean, he he, he panics. And, and, oh, he panics more than no, any quarterback ever. No one has ever. more terrible decisions where you're just like throw it yeah. away, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. Pa- I've never seen a guy panic as a quarterback. Well, more than him, we we give we give these dudes excuses. Zach, You're gonna ruin so, so, him. So you take yeah. you, you take Zach what? Wilson over Carson. No, I, I don't know why he got drafted. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm too. talking to him. I mean, no, I'd actually probably take Carson Wentz over Zach Wilson. Okay, okay. but I wouldn't want either of them. It's all kind of dudes, I mean, man. It, Carson Wentz is like a you know one what, and Zach you know what we should do. We yeah. should do this. This upcoming draft, we yeah. should all pick a quarterback that we think is going to be successful That's a good and, and see what happens. There's, 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 there's a couple at the top of the draft, too, that are going to be selected in the first round. Oh, at least four Bry- guys. Bryce, Will, CJ, and, and a- Anthony AR, Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. You think Anthony Richardson is going to be that deal? Mm, I, I'm not saying he'll be good. Really. I'm just saying I think he'll be drafted I, I, in the first if you, round. If, if you, if you're I like, I'm trying to figure out how AR is in the first round, but not uh, Hendon Hooker. For Hook, Tennessee, Hooker's 25 you can't draft a guy named 40. Hooker. It's inappropriate. You can't what? You can't draft a dude named Hooker. <laughs> uh, unless it's Malik. Um, but, uh, but, like, you know, uh, but nah, the, Richardson, Richardson is, is the, the new version of Cam Newton. No, they, they compared him to Josh Allen. I, I see that yeah. too. All right, guys, real quick. We were talking about this before the show. Before we get to our first main topic of the day, we'll send it to Earl for that. Uh, uh, as far as you can remember real quick, who's a quarterback <laughs> you thought was going to be good coming out of college and you were wrong and who's a quarterback 
you thought was going to be good out of college and you were right and maybe other people didn't think it. Can you think of anybody? I thought Manziel was going to be a stud. I'll oh, tell you, I really thought he was going to be a stud. Really? Is yeah. there anybody you thought was going to be good that the general consensus did not and you were right about it? <sighs> Give me a sec. Manziel sticks out as like my one. I used to, okay. When I used to blog a lot, we did like quarterback projections. Yeah. I thought Manziel was going to be. And this is before I had any ties to a and I just thought he had whatever that it that intangible it was. He clearly didn't. I was so wrong. I, 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 the only thing I could think of is I, you said who I thought was going to be good and did not turn out to yeah. be good. And who you thought was going to be good and you were right and, and it was against the general consensus. Had to be a quarterback? No, yeah, quarterback. G, you got one? Yeah. I, 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 so the dude I thought was going to, I thought, I thought I Manziel would, would be good. A lot of I, people. I, I, thought, I thought he would be good. Yeah. And then that just went to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. so that fast. And the guy who people was like doubting, but I thought I knew was good, was like Donovan McNabb. See, I'm kind of old. Yeah, that's, like that's, McNabb, uh, McNabb back in the day, they was like, oh well. I'm like, no, McNabb is that deal. I mean, he never won a Super Bowl, but he way better than what the projections had when he what was, was coming his out. rookie season. It was. Well, he was uh, the second overall pick, wasn't he? Yeah, he was second overall pick. Yeah, it but, was. It was night. 99, right? No. 1999. 99. Yeah, they yeah, took, right, right, they, right. We took Couch. Yeah. They took McNabb. Let me go back and look. It's funny because <laughs> I knew I knew McNabb was going to be good because at the time I was going to school in upstate New York, mm-hmm. not far from him. And, like, we covered Syracuse at our sports station. And I was like, man, and I had gone through some Syracuse games. I had seen him play. And I was like, this guy is phenomenal. Yeah. So I thought he was going to be good. But more recently, I was right about Lamar, and Lamar was not – there were a lot of people. There were people saying Lamar should be a running back. Yeah, Bill receiver. Bill I mean, they, they straight up was like, oh, yeah. no, he's a change yeah. receiver. Yeah, and I thought he was good. But I, I've blown it. I thought Carson Wentz was going to be good. <laughs> I thought Josh Rosen was going to be good. And I and probably the most egregious of them all, I thought Brandon Whedon was going to be good. <laughs> I didn't like Jared Goff at all. And he's been I didn't like Jared Goff. I don't know if that validates Sam Darnold's another guy. Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson are two guys that I did not think were going to be good that, that I was right about that most people thought were going to be good. I never liked Sam Darnold, never liked Zach Wilson. Yeah. Everybody I, gets some right, some yeah. wrong. I can't think of nobody, actually. Yeah. This is sad. I was right on Christian Ponder. Oh, uh, uh, EJ e. Manuel? E. Oh, I yeah. knew he was garbage. Oh, we knew EJ Manuel was garbage. Oh, my oh bro. God, yeah. Does Justin Fields count? I mean, I know it's what you mean? To his tenure, but he's, he's got to do it for more than one year. I was, I I'm biased on that one, so. I, think I, I, he's, I, th- I he's, thought he was good. Is my he's point. trending in that direction, yeah. but he's got to do it for another year. I'm just saying, it didn't it didn't matter to me because even if he wasn't good, I would tell you he's to still me, great. Th- this year's a C.J. Stroud. I, I, look, he got, I would come back to school if I was him. <laughs> nah, no way. No way. No he way. Do, you go, all right, you're not all right, who'd you rather have time. right now, Tua or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Fields. I don't think twice. Justin Fields, easily. Isn't that funny? Easily. It, week six, week seven, nobody would have said Justin Fields. Tua, Tua I just is, don't trust Tua to stay healthy. Tua, and I never liked Tua that much. Tua is about a hit away from being up here talking with us. There yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. There you go. Just and they're for a living. They're going to blow their – I don't know who's going to be the seventh seed in the AFC. Whoever it is is not very good. But uh, all those teams – and that's a, the crappy thing as we turn the page to the Browns. That's we'll send Darrell in a second. That's where I'll be pissed. Had the Browns that. won last week, they'd still be alive. Yeah. And it wouldn't be crazy at this point Where? because the Dolphins are falling apart. Wherever. The Patriots aren't any good. I'm interested to see how Pittsburgh finished their season because ultimately they kind of switched places, the Browns and Pittsburgh. We on the outside looking in. Yeah. Pittsburgh is where we were supposed to be. Well, there's, 
I mean, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but they're still alive. That's what I'm saying. As far as if they make it, it yeah. I'll they, be like, oh, that could have been the, the Browns. Browns win out, they will finish in third. If, uh, if, at the very least, they would have the tiebreaker. It's your doomsday scenarios coming up. The, oh. the, doomsday, <laughs> the doomsday scenario is this. The, the seventh seed. Is that the Steelers finish above the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield looks like they're going to re-sign him, and he's going to be a starter next year in oh, L.A. Come on now. Hey, bro, this this is bad. I, listen, these two games, <laughs> I, bro, I don't like. I, he I, sucked all year, but two games he's getting that job. Hey, he might get that he job. Gonna, I think he's going to get resigned. We're going to get resigned. Sure. But Stafford's probably going to be bad. Stafford is cooked, man. Let He need to go ahead and he'll man. Why would they definitely sign him? I mean, like. He'll be their backup next year. I don't know. You, I, Stafford go. carried away about two. Stafford Baker's go. had like four good games out of 12. 25 in the last two years. So if he finished these last two he, games he, pretty he, good, I think the Chargers are going to kick his ass. We'll that would be that's an interesting one. All right, Earl, what's on the docket, buddy? What's going on? All right, first things first, man. Our Browns talk, as always, is presented to you by Kaya Hoga. <laughs> see the Hoga. Good to see somebody here exactly. to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Let's do it again. Kaya Hoga. Say it with me, bro. Kaya Hoga. Kaya Hoga. Community College. <laughs> I like Trotsky supports their students financially, professionally, oh, and personally, and opens up the doors to endless possibilities. Trotsky is where the future starts. Starts now. Classes begin January 17th, 2023. So, boy, this is the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Browns office has been stale, to say the least, it since has. Deshaun Watson has taken over as quarterback. We're averaging 9.2 points a game in his four starts, and we have, like, one offensive uh, touchdown a game. So who's more to blame for that, Deshaun Watson or Kevin Stefanski? The floor is yours. Yeah, I, I think it's Deshaun Watson, uh, and it's understandable. We all way, way, way underrated how rusty he would be. Um, I, and I thought he'd be rusty, but not even close to this. Now he's improving. Uh, but, however, I am convinced – Convinced <laughs> that this is the breakout week for the Browns offense. Under the <laughs> He's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. I am convinced that it will happen. Now, you can say it doesn't matter because they're out of it. But the, the weather's going to be good. They ain't got nothing to lose now. They're going to be loose. They got nothing to lose. And <laughs> we can say, as depressed as we all are about the Browns right now, <laughs> we will feel... Uh, much more optimistic if Deshaun Watson plays great in these final it's, two games. It's only funny to me. Yeah. Because I literally said about what you said last night on my podcast. Oh, you said that? I said, you know what? At first, I said it's going to be yeah. a pretty close game. I said, I said it's going to be like 24 17. Then I yeah. said, you know what? They playing with house money now. They gonna open this thing up. The, I, the, 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 the Browns is going to win double digit win. It's going to be an electric performance. And we, all us Brown fans, is going to say, why didn't y'all? Why haven't y'all been yeah. doing it? Because that's well, just what they well, do. In fairness, right? Deshaun has been rusty. This past week, the weather conditions were crazy, extreme. I don't know. There, I, I, I think it's there's a lot of blame to go around for why the offense has been stale. Mm -hmm. I think in these particular games, I got to blame Watson more, even though I don't, I don't blame him like in a, like let's get rid of him type of way, just like. He's rusty, whatever. See, the I, offense was good before he took over. See, the but, offense has been playing well. But, boy, listen. This is the thing. This is, this is they're trash. They're trash. This, this <laughs> the thing, though. Yeah. As bad as they looked, they left like 21 points on the they, field. They dropped three touchdowns. They, yeah. Well, 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 like, two, what are we talking but about? But two of those touchdowns were on the same possession. So it's not like they left okay, 14 on the field. Dead, but no, really 10 because they scored a field goal on the one, the last one. 
or 11 points. So they should Whatever. have. Whatever. <laughs> I hear you. And the wide receivers and the skill position players in general and the offensive line all contribute. It's a, it's a team effort. I don't know that you can blame one particular person, but the bottom line is Deshaun Watson's being paid and is expected to be a superstar. Is he not? Yes. Do we all expect him to be a superstar? Yeah. I know I do. So is he trending in that direction? Not yet. I think he will eventually. Okay. Um, what do you What do you need to see? Like give, statistically want, wise, where would I don't you? even know if it's statistically. He I can't mean, even throw for three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> last time you seen anybody for the Browns for the for Baker Baker three hundred Baker threw for three hundred yards against the Chargers last year. It, okay, no, no, it was Brissett against Buffalo this year, but that's a lot, lot of garbage yeah. time yards. A lot of I want to see. Deshaun, like, you know it when you see it. You played the game, you know it. When you see a quarterback who's playing great, you're like, that guy's freaking great. And you know it when you see it. When, are, are you, Who are you blaming? Are you scared by anything that Cleveland Browns tried out? If you were safety, <laughs> are you sitting in the film room being like, ooh, ooh, ooh Browns coming into town? These route combinations is crazy. I would, I would feel that way about Amari Cooper. Okay, he can individually he can open, yeah, right? For sure, we'd have to. If I was playing safety, I would if I would lean more towards Amari's side. Hey, that's great for twelve yards. I I ain't see like these guys. Bro. <laughs> you talking about blowing the top off? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no listen, <laughs> press them. Matter of fact, you take care of anything underneath I, it. If well, he just so happened to go well, deep, I got Stefanski's you. That's fault that they don't have that kind I, of player. I hate his offense. I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate is such a strong. I would word. watch strongly dislike. I would rather watch Minter play. I would rather Minter watch. Five wide. <laughs> let, let me. Let, I'd rather watch Saint Ed's or Glenville. I'd rather. I got a McKinley so, shirt. So you on. a spread guy, bro? Listen. Well, you know they. You know they came out with this thing talking about they. They going. They want to go air raid. So. You, you like that? I need you to do it to the max. You if, need, you're, if you're a run team. You better be the best, most creative, dominant. They were for a while. And man, 16 carries ain't no dominance. Yeah, he, he had 24 carries. Hey, hey placebo. You should have had 60 last week. He had. Now <laughs> <laughs> you get crazy. He is never satisfied. I, I know. Never. 60. When I watch, when I watch, did they, wait a minute. Did the Saints run the ball 60 times? Hey, they brought Taysom Hill in and ran. Did wild they run the ball? It was 39 to 34. So what are you talking? So, I, so I, nobody I, ran the 60 times. So the Saints, Saints had 39 carries. Okay, they did more than. The Browns. My okay. five carries. The last drive they had to throw. You yeah, know that. Stop it. I will say 17 of Watson's pass attempts came after they were down 17 10. <laughs> hey, I, I'm going to say this to you, McNuggets. These guys is running rudimentary bootlegs. Ain't nothing I seen. We should run more bootlegs with Deshaun Watson. Oh, my God. Where's the RPO game y'all was talking? RPO to the, death. The weather conditions wouldn't allow RP, that. We ain't seen none of them. Back what? to Earl's original question, though. Who's, yeah. to, who's to blame more? Yeah. I think, Bull, you're right where it's it's everybody deserves some of the blame. We have yeah. receivers dropping passes. It looks a lot different if certain things happen and outcomes are different. But you look at the offense for the first 11 games with Jacoby Brissett. The only change since he's been out is Deshaun Watson at the quarterback, and the offense has taken a step back. So if you're going to blame somebody. Some injuries on the offensive line, right? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, but they're all back now. They're all back. Yeah, like 
uh, that was Pochich the first back. game back. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're going to blame one person, the main change has been at quarterback. Stefanski hasn't changed. The receivers haven't changed. The running backs haven't changed. I think Watson. I think the scheme has changed a little, not maybe as dramatically as we'd all like. But I think that's hard to do during the season. Don't you think it's hard to com- completely reform the offense in season or no? I think yeah. to reform the whole office, absolutely. But yeah. I think you can you can add some wrinkles, and they should be able to handle that. Look how easy but, this is. Yeah. Look how easy this is. Let's not make it room service. Let's Did not we, make it over top. This goes hey, back hey, to the to the adjustments thing hey, again. Here, you know what? We're gonna, just, I don't we gonna think, run this. I don't think they can handle it. G. We gonna run, <laughs> we gonna run this. Here's what we're going to run right here on two on two ready break. Are you saying the Browns never do that? I don't see this route. I don't see that route. Who, who, who's running that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let, let, me, right, let, let me get let, it on let, there. Get, get Put it. the camera on. Oh, okay. So this so, so who you got that's going to run this route and who you got that's going to run this nobody. Route? My point exactly. Well, so so why, why, why are we calling it? Nobody. Why the heck so, are we calling so, it? So, so, hold on. You just made a you point. You keep blaming Stefanski, <laughs> but you're saying they have nobody to run that route. So what you should be doing is this, then. <laughs> the ant- Hold on, this is this is G- the G's king, the king of the pivot. The king of the pivot. He should be running this thing. Here, this is this is G's answer. He don't want to say it, but I'll say it for him. Who's the blame for the Browns? Who's that? <laughs> Andrew Barry, if you can. There it is. Oh, so that, so we can go to Barry, right? That's, that's what you want to say, because <laughs> this you what know, you're talking about is not. Oh, nobody. So if you ain't got no receivers, this is what you should be running. <laughs> so you a zone guy. This is what you should be running. There it is. Let me see. Let me see that. There it is. Wait, wait time out, time out, time out. Tyvis, Andrew Berry is responsible for one touchdown a game and 9.2 uh, well, points to, per game it, it, in the last four. Well, if you ain't got the if you ain't got the personnel to, to run the plays that G is drawing up. Who are you guys blaming? Stefanski. Struggles of the offense. I'm just asking. Stefanski. Then why was the offense better with Brissett? Yeah, let me finish. 70% on Stefanski. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to give 30. I'm going to give 30 to Deshaun Watson. Because the 30%, he had two terrible weather games. Then uh, he, the ter- he only had one. No, it was cold. It was cold as hell against Baltimore, too. That, that wasn't great. Yeah, that that ain't got nothing cold. to do with anything. He That's looked, normal. Cold. I mean, he looked decent in that game, and they won. What, did, so. what, what does that have to do? If it ain't windy, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, well, here's the thing, bro. You it play was, in Cleveland. You've got to be able to play in cold yeah. weather. It, I mean, last week is extreme. It, it was not great weather game for two games, <laughs> as I repeat. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Texas game is his first game back. Yeah. Now look, if he come out here and play terrible and it's 57 degrees. <laughs> Chalk it up. Well, that, that's, that's my question. <laughs> not a very good Watson. You said they're going to break out. Yeah. If it's another one touchdown performance, I think at some point we're going to see the old Watson again. It may not be this year. It may be next season. Yeah. When do you start to worry that maybe he's just not going to be the same player? It wouldn't, I wouldn't worry unless it goes into next year. Yeah. Next year. If next, it goes into next, next year, year, then I'll start to panic. Because you got to give him the whole offseason with the team. You got to give him the whole preseason yeah. and training camp. Because let's be honest, guys. The Denver Broncos are a disaster right now, right? They're screwed. Yeah. They traded for a veteran quarterback. They're paying him a ton of money, and he's not any good. And you see how they react. If the same thing happens to Watson, <laughs> if the same thing, if they had Russell Wilson for a whole year. Not even. That's hilarious. Not even. That, the Hackett dude guy, they got him up out of here in four, like 15, 15, 15, games. Games. 15 games. Didn't Matt Rule come in with, with Stefanski? 
Yeah. Matt Rule got hired the same year as Stefanski. Yeah. They spent all last year talking about he was going to get fired this year. Did he yeah. ever get a quarterback that he wanted? No, he couldn't. Have, he didn't even get a quarterback he wanted. See, and that's so. So you got to get him the playoffs. No, well, they might this year. Stefanski did. That's why he's getting one more year. But you look at Wilkes. Now all of a sudden, well, how he, many wins? They, how many wins they got? They shouldn't hire Wilkes, even though he's done a good job. <laughs> I wouldn't either, but it's still <laughs> funny. It's still funny for me like, yo, you're doing a great job. You know what the funny thing is? Rooney rule. If you look at the history, I feel bad for Wilkes. <laughs> <he's good> <laughs> if you look at the history of interim coaches getting the head coach job, they Never almost always out. fail. Never Never, it, it, they it, almost it. always fail. Uh, I think there's one out of 12 that's worked out. Hmm. I, I but just, uh, but oh, who do you blame, Tyvis, most for the struggles of the offense? I would blame Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's it's obviously like like he said, it's the only variable that's changed is Deshaun yeah. Watson, and everybody knew that he was going to come in. It's not like he was going to come in and just be lights out. But I can't solely blame it just on him because he could produce more points if they catch the touchdowns. I mean, you think about DPJ has dropped a touchdown in the last two weeks. Facts. So that's yeah. that's fourteen points uh, right the there. Joku so that would change. The Joku his. drop is to me is the worst from the last game. Yeah, that was the easiest. Worse than the Cooper one. I, well, he Cooper slipped, was slipping. He still should have caught it, but he was slipping. Fair. The Joker was standing there. So, Fair. so my thing is, I, you can't. I can't blame Stefanski because he's actually calling plays that should result to touchdowns. Yes. These guys just aren't making. And by the way, that play. happened with Brissett too in the Ravens game. You can't 100% blame Deshaun Watson because he's actually putting the ball in a position where these receivers can make the play, and they just not make it. I don't. I don't understand why people are so confused about why receivers don't be making no plays when. Since the beginning in time, we didn't told people that they need more receivers. We keep telling y'all that, and then they mad because those receivers dropped the rock. Like so, so yeah, DPJ see, ain't been good, balling this year, dude. That's not. We agree they need another receiver. Yes, they need but another. Cooper and DPJ are good receivers. Yes, you want to have a third one. DPJ, need, DPJ is playing well. Thank you. He is not. Let's not. Let's please. <laughs> he about to get a. Hey, hey, he's please, not please don't so, act like he's what if he a gets top a, tier receiver. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Second of all, when you look at when you look at the receiving core, right? You look at if you want Deshaun Watson to be Deshaun Watson, compare this receiving core to the one he had in, in Houston, right? Who did you have? What's the dude from Notre Dame? Will, Will Fuller. Fuller. Will F- Burner. Brady. He was never there. Nobody even picked him up this year. He wasn't even playing. Hold on. Brand, Brandon Cooks, burner. What's Brandon Cooks with him? Yes. 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 DeAndre what, what a year? And, they, year. and they had DeAndre Hopkins. Well, they had Hopkins at the beginning of his career. So what I'm saying is they it, didn't, those guys didn't play. Hopkins and Cooks, I don't think, played it, together so, with them. So, yes, we already know that they need a burner. Schwartz was supposed to be that guy. Yeah. He was. The Browns guys. And they, and they missed. There's no doubt. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, the Browns go out. And trade like we saw a bunch of good receivers get traded. Like, it ain't happening this year. It's not. No. Why? No. What? What we got to trade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? The Browns gave up a fifth round pick for Amari Cooper, did they? And not? they, yeah, and they fleeced them too. That, that That's won't the Cowboys. They won't. And the Cowboys probably wish they never made I'm that saying, deal. You could trade second round picks. What you you could you who, can make? Who? Who? I have to. I haven't thought about it yet who they're going to trade for. And, but and, there's, there's, it's going to be hard. Or it's going to be. I, I would draft that's, him too. But I would draft him. I would draft the Browns to get the guy. But in a perfect world, Amari Cooper's your number two receiver. DPJ's your number three. In a perfect world, that you yes. get that elite speed guy. It's hard. They may not be it able to do be, it. He would be in the slot. 
The speed guy? Whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of... Because he's the only one that can't can I'm just saying in terms of impact. Yeah. Oh, impact. impact. Well, okay, I got you. Benjamin yeah. Solak, who writes for The Ringer, released his list of top 50 receivers this year. And, yeah. G, this is to your point. Cooper was like 32nd this year, and then DPJ wasn't on. So the top yeah. 50 receivers in the league, 32 teams, two receivers yeah. each. Yeah, DPJ's probably somewhere around 50. Yeah. And Amari Cooper's a lower-end number one receiver, in my opinion. Well, he he had him as a high-end number two is how he, he writes Listen, it. Yeah. Amari, the reason Amari is 32 is because when you – if I'm playing the Cleveland Browns and I'm in the secondary, guess what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Wherever DP, I mean, not wherever Amari is, we we slide in coverage and roll in coverage. Right. And we'll go with the one on one with DP. Right. It's if you, know. you had another burner or somebody else to fear for a defense, we can't just double because we got to worry about that guy Although too. Although, in so fairness, that's the problem. In fairness, they had that in Dallas with CD Lamb and Michael Gallup, and they still traded Cooper away. He didn't and, have a and, great and, year and, last and year. They wish they and did. They, that was dumb. They I wish they did. Lot, lot <laughs> like so, if you look, if you looking at the offense, <laughs> you looking at it as a whole. When I look at the Browns office, we, we take it into the vacuum like, oh, it's good enough. No, it's not. It's not good enough. You know why? They were scoring 24 points. No, 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 no. So no. Here, I don't agree with you, G. I don't think we think it's good enough. Okay. Well, I don't I, agree. I don't, I don't I, know. I agree. Words I'm mouth. with you. Yeah, I'm, about to say, not, I, yeah, I'm with you on this. They, and that's they a, need that's some, a Browns fan mentality. Baker's good enough. Stefanski's good enough. Whatever. And somebody tweet as much as I've defended Stefanski, I saw somebody tweet today. He's got the best record of any Browns coach since '99. We don't care about that. Is that true? Those games, are not. <laughs> those are not reasons to keep him. I could care less. My <laughs> reason to keep Stefanski is I think he's a decent coach, who and I think most. I think there's only a few great coaches. Do you think he's? And a, I think most decent coaches with time, and weapons and ta- and things around him will get better. Would you say he's a great leader of men? No. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Earl. Boom. Earl. Hilarious. Yeah, but we also don't know that for, like, <laughs> he said, I, I get why that's such a narrative because he doesn't get animated on the sidelines, but Jason says it, and we just don't know what a guy's like in the locker room. And, I mean, you played for Urban. I did play Urban's for in your face at all times. I'm sure you played for coaches who were more laid back, but once the door closed to the outside world, could turn it up a notch. Gee, was I'm sure Pete Carroll a great leader of men? Yes. He was? Yes, he was. But he all, wasn't necessarily the, animated yes, he over was. the top. All the fiery dudes. Pete, he just, Pete is one of those guys that if you see him, he got a smile on his face the whole time. But he definitely is a great, great coach. See, see, Let me too soon before we move on. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, well, you, you can tiptoe that line. Like you don't have to be all – you don't have to be Dan Campbell at all times. No, and by the be, way, none of us know for sure that – Stefanski's not a good leader, but he That's doesn't see Earl that. do because he keeps saying it. Well, well none of us I, really know I, that. I ain't, ain't going to say I know for sure, but it's hard to convince me that he's it, that only because he's a mild mannered coach. Do we think that right? Like I, I'm going to just keep it real. Keep I, it real. I, let me ask you. <clears throat> let me ask you this before you keep it real. Okay. Kevin <laughs> Stefanski or Eric B I'd probably say be enemy. Okay, go ahead. Got, keep got, keep, keep it real. His playbook's better. Now, LaShawn McCoy said that he's yeah, but he's got Patrick Mahomes. LaShawn McCoy said he can't really call and, plays. And, but go and, ahead. And, and LaShawn McCoy hates Eric B. Enemy too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, LaShawn McCoy. He can't like, stand it. Yeah. He, said he's not, he said he's not good at calling plays. I, I I think the way I'm looking at it, and this is this is just could be a conspiracy theory, but it's probably not. I, I, the tea leaves uh, is saying this. Kevin Stefanski really don't even have that much say. Kevin Stefanski, to me, when you look at the organization from top down, Kevin Stefanski may have 15%. I feel he don't get a check say on the players. I feel he don't even really call the plays like that. They just... I don't agree with that. I, that's, that's baloney. I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I feel like that when they go in and when they say they pull the knowledge together, 
I really feel like they pull a knowledge together. They sitting in there with a bunch of people talking about what plays, what players, how to scout, all the above. I don't even think Kevin Stefanski even have the 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 the, the, the juice to get rid of Joe Woods during the middle of the season. So he's just a screen on strings. Bro, he's I don't screen. buy that. And that I know some of it is referencing an article written by a local beat reporter who I personally don't have a lot of respect for. Everybody makes their own choice. And I, I, I clearly, if you read parts of the article, uh, the guy is scared of the word analytics, as a lot of people in this town are, and doesn't even really understand what they mean. It's clear when you say, well, he has to, this article said, well, Stefanski has to throw it a lot. Or, or he's going to get fired. Well, the Browns ran the ball fourth most in the league. Yeah. So, he's obviously not throwing it a lot. So, let me, ask, silly. let me ask you a question. Do you believe that Johnny Manziel, they called down and said, put Johnny Manziel in the game? Yeah. I do believe that. Yes. So, why would you yeah. not believe that they, they would be sitting in there calling plays, too? There's a big step. Because there's, if, if you're talking about ownership, ownership don't really know the X's and O's. So, that's why you hire the guy that does. You know, know how many owners don't know the X's and O's? So, yeah, so you can make a suggestion. You can say, listen, I really want to see us throw the ball down the field. So, you know, as a head coach, all right, during this course of this game, I got to take some shots down the field. It is. But, but they're, they're not they doing it. Don't throw the ball. They don't throw the ball down the field. Watch, watch <laughs> this. Watch this. Here's, yeah. the, here's the thing. This is how I know it's crazy. Because people always say, well, they did it the fourth most, right? Well, they, given the roster, given what they had, they should have did it the first most. Well, you could argue that if you want. But to, <laughs> fine, Gene. Wait a minute. But to say, to say <laughs> they're throwing it to please, if they were trying to throw it to please the owner, they'd be, they'd be a lot lower than fourth in running the ball. Wait a well, you, here's what, and, and you can, we can get into the minutia. What I'm saying I is this. Minutia. It's not minutia. No, no, no. Don't throw the ball that much. No, no. You're actually, no, that's not really the minutia. See, yeah. if, you, if you sit here saying they don't throw the ball that much, it's about the situationals when you throwing the ball. Gee. If you look at third, if you are third and two, right? Run you should run the, ball. run the ball. Run the ball. They threw it, right? They should throw and, the and, ball. They came back and forth and two and, and threw, threw it one round. Listen, no, one, no <laughs> one's defending Stefanski on those play calls, but to say they don't run yeah. the ball enough, like, it's yeah. also yeah. And your boy Cleve today, I want to post that real quick. Yeah. He tweeted out this morning, explosive play rate. The Browns are third in the NFL in explosive run rate this year. Mm-hmm. Super hot. They're 27th in explosive pass rate. So if this mantra from upstairs is we need an explosive air raid offense. Yeah. Stefanski's not and by listening. the way, in the last four <laughs> years, in the last four years, the eight teams to go to the Super Bowl, six of the eight were top five in explosive pass rate. The other two were ninth. So yeah. you have to have an explosive passing team to go to the Super Bowl. And we don't and have 27. That. We don't have 27. Well, it's name, not like name, those guys are growing on trees. You name me the last team that won a Super Bowl without either a great quarterback or Baltimore, a quarterback, Baltimore Ravens, or a quarterback who played great in that postseason. Can you I mean, but the, the Broncos that, with Peyton Manning. But that's not that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's a great. You, you, you can't say a great quarterback or play great. Like no, you can't have it both ways. I can't. Who, who, who was the Super Bowl that played bad? <laughs> Russell Wilson. You're not gonna win. No, 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 no. Russell no, no. Wilson. Did. Gee, I'm not saying just play great in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm saying play great the entire postseason. Russell Wilson. Well, you got it. No, the, the answer is Peyton Manning. The answer is Russell Wilson. What are you talking about? Peyton Manning's not a great quarterback. Well, by the time the Super Bowl came, he was throwing ducks. He couldn't throw the ball more than seven that's, yards. That's fair. That's a good point. I just told you in the, 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 the year that they player. won the Super Bowl, here's dude my, threw like three interceptions. Here's in the, my in correlation. The game before, if so. the Browns, here's the correlation. It ain't about it ain't about how much the totality of when you scoring. It's how you score and what ways you doing it. The Browns be up ten nothing every week, looking great. Seventeen nothing. <laughs> if your playbook's so freaking great. 
It should be great in the second quarter, the third quarter, and on game-winning drives. I agree. And they're Jeez, just not. I Some agree. of these arguments. Whoa, game-winning drives. Wait a second. Complete the passes. Listen, he threw it where it was supposed to be. <laughs> Complete the passes. Well, that would have been a game-tying drive. True. Yeah. But very different. <laughs> a lot of the arguments you're making are fair. Criticism of Stefanski is fair. To say he's overwhelmingly throwing, running, throwing the ball is just not true. I say I, he's 70, 30 I, to blame. No, but that was the argument <laughs> in this article was that, oh, he has to throw the ball or he's going to be gone. Hey, Let's Le- bring in Leroy. Okay. Leroy Horde is with us. Where is he? There he is. Leroy, What's up, you clowns? On. Hold on. Oh, tie, tie, tie. Hold on. Let me get it. Meet Dick. Dick is a Buckeyes fan. <laughs> You can't see it. You got big down pause. <laughs> Tyvis is not liking that shirt. He has a sour hey, look on his hey, face. Shut it. Shut it. <laughs> shut it. I still got 300 plus days. Look, hey, hey, That's I, okay. I contributed, right? Hey, here. Leroy. This, is, this one's me. What's up? Hey, hey, this one right you, here. Hey, hey right, by the way. Me. By the way, we got to throw every play, Leroy. <laughs> let me, let me explain something to you guys. Let me you, explain something Leroy, to you. Leroy, when you address me, you, you know say who was national one champion, Tyvis. By the way, nothing that happened before 1969 counts. So all that, the ones before that. That matter to me. No, no, no. It's irrelevant Here, to me. Think about, think about this. Um, believe it or not, you know who had very little interaction on a day-to-day basis? Um as a head coach, but was well-respected and a Bill great Belichick. head coach. Denny Green? Denny Green. Denny Green would, instead of coming to you about something, he would go to his position coach. Now, as overall, you know, what we going to do, how we going to do it, team meetings and stuff like that, he had control of that. But a lot of the things, you know, like – I told you before, I hear him during the, during the game, hey, let's take a shot to Randy here. Uh, let's get after the quarterback a little bit more. You, you know, the overall uh, of where the team was, he had a, an excellent grasp of that. Um, but just because a coach is quiet don't mean that he don't, you know, don't have it. Here's the problem. Coaches are just like players, right? So if I'm a player and I want to play in the league for a long period of time, I got to do something to turn heads. I got to do something to show I belong, right? Well, a coach is no different. When you come in, the players need to see something they can grasp onto and understand that we are, that this guy knows what he's doing or what he's talking about or we can rally (laughs) behind him. And one of the biggest things and one of the biggest problems that I've had with Kevin Stefanski this year is this fact. In the last three months, the Browns have lost their identity. Okay? And I don't give a damn what anybody thinks. His job is to win games. And you win games with what you do well. And if you don't do what you do well and you try to avoid what you do well because you want to look a different way, shame on you. And that's the problem that I have. You see, before Deshaun even started playing quarterback, I was mad at some of the games they let slip away 
Because when Deshaun actually took over, this team should have been in a different place. They shouldn't even been where they are now because they just threw away a bunch of games trying to be trying to outsmart everybody. And so I've always had a problem with that. Before Deshaun even started playing quarterback. But don't you think in the end, the reason their record, and Stefanski takes blame in this too, mm-hmm. but I still believe that the reason their record wasn't as good as it should have been through 11 games had more to do with the defense than the offense. Agreed, but I'll tell you this. You know some of the best run defensive teams in the league, you ever notice they also have an excellent running game? So you dealing with that heat every day and that smoke every day. So when you get into a game after playing against a top-notch running game, you are better at defending it. You, You see what I mean? Sure. And, and I don't know, you very rarely have a team that leads the league in rushing and a defense that gives up the most rushing yards. That never happens. Because you playing that style of football, that line of scrimmage football all, all year. But that's that's where the and Browns so, are, though, Leroy. I mean, they're one of Right, the, I know. Yeah, for, yeah. for reasons I can't explain, that doesn't happen. I don't, I, I've never, and, 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 I don't understand how this team went from being I'm going to smash you in the face to maybe not. (laughs) Right? Like, it's it's hard to lose that identity. It's hard to lose that identity because guess what? Win, lose, or drug, what is Tennessee? Yeah, it is. Right? But, but, and, and, and I'm not saying, see, because the Browns have better weapons defensively and offensively in Tennessee. But the one thing that Tennessee has that the Browns don't is conviction in who they are, right? There's not a whole bunch of, you know, confusion when you go into work on Monday or Tuesday who we are. And all. that's kind of gotten going away down from the tubes, Leroy. <laughs> but, but I'm not, listen. Yeah. It doesn't always win. You, you, miscon- you, 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 you think I'm talking about being a certain type of football team with winning. All right. No, you have to bring the best version of yourself to every game. And if it doesn't work out, I can live with that. But you know what I can't live with? Trying to be something you're not. And and that's why when people leave, where they bring up the, well, the Browns did this the third most in the league. When you're trying to be something you're not, you don't end up at the top in nothing. You're not a great passing team. You're not a dominant run team. You're just somewhere in the middle here. And so when even when Brissett was playing, we're like, okay, well, why would you throw that game away? You know who your best player is. You know what you should be doing. But even when he was there, they weren't doing what they was doing. So my thing is when you come into anything and and, and, and when you talk about defense, well, that's his job too. I don't know no player person who says if I'm working somewhere, you know what? Uh, I'm really good at my revenue reports, but I turn stuff in late. I don't read emails and I, I'll be kind of tardy and I'm difficult to deal with. Your boss is going to say, well, listen, your revenue reports ain't going to be the thing to keep you here, bro. <laughs> in this job, you need all of that. And my thought process is the Browns don't have an identity. 
They don't know where they want to go with this thing. And it's scary to have a Deshaun Watson with 230 taking up that much cap space and you in this in between where we don't know yeah, you what we want to do. When you make that move for Deshaun Watson, that's supposed to be cherry on top. That's supposed to get you over the hump, right? But we ain't even started up the hill yet. So, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much Deshaun Watson gonna help. Um, I heard you guys talking earlier. You definitely need some speed. You need to affect all three layers of the secondary, and you're not quite doing it. Um, and Schwartz was supposed to be that guy. However. <laughs> he sometimes has a problem. He's, uh, he's, uh, and they tried to Wait get a the minute. ball. Lee, they said, Lee, they Lee, said Lee. hey, he can't catch it. Let's just hand it to him. Uh, they're undefeated when Anthony Schwartz carries the ball. You can't get rid of a yeah. guy like that. So when you, yeah. you know, but that stat so, right there lives so on. I had a I had a conversation because some of the best coaches in this league are the ones that get a great feel for what the other team is doing and how to adjust to it before it's too late, right? That's some of the best coaches. They always adjust and tweaking or whatever, right? We all know this. I asked the coach, and he was talking about how analytics is, is taking over. I said, can I ask you a question? What the hell do – how does analytics play in when it's 30, 30 miles an hour and 20 degrees outside. Throw it out the window. Because because you got to look at your guys and you got to look at the situation and say, oh, hell, we can't do that right now. Leroy, you're the toughest guy. Leroy, you're the toughest guy I ever met. Don't be scared of the word analytics. It's just stats. It's just information. No, 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 no. Yes. Here. Here. Yeah. Let me explain. i give you a perfect example. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fourth and two. You inside the tent, and analytics say go for it. Right. As a coach, as a coach, you can look at your team and get a feel for your team and say this dog ain't gonna hunt. Not right now. Right. I and agree. So teams, first and, of all, and instead of looking at a piece of paper, there we go. Instead of looking at a piece of paper, <laughs> yeah. and already determining, why don't you get a feel for your damn team? But teams do that. and understand what you can they, and can't do. You think they all just go by the paper? I don't believe that. Yes, that's no. What they no, there's no it way. Like you, they are you do. kidding? That's all they do. You, you, teams that you yes. sitting here saying, yes. you sitting here saying that the the coaches are doing what I'm asking. Why they don't that they would do, right? Is that get a better feel for the game? You can use analytics when to go for two, when not to go for two, things of that nature. I get it, but when you start using analytics in areas that the head coach should have a better (laughs) idea of what to and not to do, I have a problem with that. We say, oh, the Knicks say go for it. Hey, but your team don't. I agree with this. Hey, I don't agree in theory. Don't. I just don't no, think I, I agree with him. Okay. But I don't buy, I just don't buy the Dude. teams always follow the chart. If they do, then I, you're right. I agree. They shouldn't. If that's they, they, the charges coach be going for it on like fourth and But he minutes. doesn't go for it. I'm sure he doesn't go for it every hey, single time. Let, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Didn't I say that, that the Browns use analytics more than anybody? No, you know who does? Philadelphia, Who? best team in the NFL, <laughs> Philadelphia. It, this guy, 
Tennessee's got an identity, and Cleveland doesn't. Who averaged more yards per game rushing, Tennessee or Cleveland? Can I raise my Probably hand? Probably Cleveland. Damn which right. is why? Wait, which is whoa, whoa, bull? Yeah. Thank you, you for coming into my. Thank you for coming into my house. I'm okay. Which is I'm why in. I get so mad. Which what? is why I get so mad when they don't live or die by the run. But they do. No, they don't. No, they don't. There's been two. Wait, the Browns have more rushing yards per game than any team, except for teams that have quarterback rushes per game. Wait, bull. Yeah. And here's I love when you look at numbers and don't put them in the context. Every Wednesday. At least four or five times. I don't care where they rank running the football. I've come in here. We've had a conversation. Why they abandoned the run. Every Wednesday. All Every right. Wednesday. Right. Yes. Pretty let, much. Let me just give you and a so, fact. And your response to me is. Yeah. They run it fourth most. L- let me let me give you the no. facts. Let me give you the facts. All right. Ugh. The Browns are fourth in the NFL in rushing attempts. The three teams ahead of them all have quarterbacks that run, which the Browns don't. So they do of course now. Deshaun Watson. Sure runs. they do. They just got Deshaun Watson. He hasn't played the whole season. No, no, no. He he's right. He's right. He hasn't run the ball. The only team. The only team. Let Bull make his point so I can shoot him down. The only team <laughs> with significantly more rushing attempts. Significantly more. Atlanta has ten more rushing attempts on the season, and Mariota was running the ball when he was playing. <laughs> Philadelphia's got 15 more. Jalen Hurts runs all the time. The only team with significantly more is the Bears, who have 34 more rushing attempts. Justin Fields, all he does is run. So they're they're fourth in rushing attempts, and the only teams they're behind are teams that have quarterbacks. If you subtract the quarterback carries from every team, I guarantee you the Browns have more rushing attempts than any team in the league. So if the analytics say that <laughs> you know the rushing quarterbacks like? is successful, hey, why don't we, we rush Deshaun Watson? Who knows if, if – I don't know what the ana- – hey, first of all, you can't – this man. you guys say analytics as if there's one statistic that says <laughs> always go for it in time to 10. There's different circumstances, weather, this, that. Well, it's right. not just one I giant did, number really? for every situation. Wait, well, wait, when does, it, when right. does weather play in the analytics? <laughs> All the of time. course it does. Oh, really? Look, look. No, yes. it doesn't. Oh, my God. So, so, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get a piece of paper. Bring Robert <laughs> in, too. Robert in hold here, on. Let's go. No, Kevin Stefanski, look at that sheet. Fourth and Every two. coach looks at this sheet. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to go for it. What's the wind look like? Hey, 15 coach. miles an hour? It's, it's, below, it's below 20. Uh, move it over. Okay. Fourth and two, below 20. Win. What's the win? Man, you ain't picking a damn golf club. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills offensive coordinator said he you made an football. offensive game plan for bad weather and good weather against the Dolphins. Like, he made literally two different game plans. 
Let's bring Robert in the mix too. He can yell also. Robert's much more calm. He's much much chiller. Uh, I just I just I just want to I want to hear Leroy yell more. But Leroy's right. I mean, you know the the analytics are a guide. They're not a determinant. I think that it, and, and when we talk to coaches and we talk about their use of analytics, you know, some co- especially when you have a guy like Dan Campbell that's going so much on fourth down, they're looking at a lot of different things. But, you know, it, it, Leroy is right. It, it depends on, you know, wh- how your team's playing that day, what team you're playing. Do they have a Justin Tucker? If we're going to miss a if we're going to miss a fourth down conversion at midfield, do they have a kicker that can bang one 65 yards? You need to be careful and you need to incorporate all of those factors into those decisions. Agreed. I, I, you know, and if teams are not doing that, then shame on them. Oh, you agree with Robert? I said I agree with you, but I, what I disagreed was that you're saying coaches don't factor in those things, and I just don't buy that. I don't buy that coaches just follow uh, 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 the, the chart and never go off. Yeah, I just find that hard to believe. I don't. There's a. I don't. There's a. There's never a coach that's going to say we're just going to listen to the chart because right. they're going to do it by feel. But they're going to. They're going to need different levels of input. Now, I, I say that with full knowledge that this coach has now now been fired. But like Nathaniel Hackett and talking about clock management, game management. You know, they he they brought in an expert uh, to kind of help with some of those decisions because, you know, for for all of us. We haven't coached NFL teams, right? We haven't sure. we haven't had to deal with all the different issues that happen simultaneously on game day. But what you find with first time head coaches is there's a lot more to it than than any of them anticipated. So they need some help there. And there are companies that actually create these data sheets. Uh, based on the opponent they're, that they're going to be facing and all those other factors that change from week to week. It's not just a pure, okay, well, you're down by right. down by five, you know, at this yard line, do you, do you kick it? So they have detailed reports each week that are prepared and they, and, and they use those as a, as a guide, but they don't use those uh, to just automatically decide whether or not they're going to, uh, whether they're going to go in a certain situation. I can't say whether or not. It used to drive Wendy Nicks crazy, Jay. Jay's not here. He's off today. Oh, Jay's not there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jay Jay Crawford Crawford would know. I just assumed (laughs) he was there. He's he's hiding in the snowman. He is. He's scared (laughs) of analytics. That's why he's not here. He's somewhere. (laughs) I got a question. It's going to take us a little bit off topic here, but I I need to ask because you played for Bill Belichick. I was talking to a friend over Christmas about how Tom Brady's kind of had the upper hand on Belichick since they split ways. He won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. The Patriots have been about 500. We came to the conclusion Mm -hmm. the only way for Belichick to now get the upper hand back on Brady is to come back and coach the Browns and lead them to a Super Bowl. Any chance. (laughs) Any chance. That'd be the one thing that can't be topped. That'd be the cherry on top. Let let me ask you a question. Yes. Here's what you need to know about athletes and people in sports. You think the way that Cleveland ran him out of town, (laughs) (laughs) that he going to be willing to come back and let you get a piece of his legacy? But that was the Ravens. Hell no. That's the old version of the Ravens. You think think players hold a grudge? (laughs) (laughs) I I know coaches are even worse. So, no. You could call him. You could bring him back. You could do whatever you want. He like, I'll pass. 
There's no 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 amount of money that would get Bill Belichick back into Cleveland. None. No. And and by the way, no. his uh, Bill's uh, Bill's agent is uh, was my football agent Neil Cornrich, who's who's right there uh, in Cleveland. Uh, but no chance that uh, Bill Belichick's coming back. And I'm not saying that because Neil told me some inside information. <laughs> I think that's just common <laughs> sense. And Leroy's right yeah, again. We, we, can, <laughs> we, can that, we can make that assumption. Yes. I'm just saying it'd be the ultimate cherry on top paper. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I was, well, a, I was an advocate. Yeah. We, 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 talk, we talked about the Browns. I'm going to ask both of y'all this question. For me, um, it's getting a little spooky outside um, because, um, you know, there's there's been some rumblings and people in the locker room, people say whether or not they rock with Kevin Stefanski. And my worst fear is this. They feel like the Browns are in a, in a hamster wheel and you start to get guys top-notch players say, I ain't got no time for this. I'm not about to meet Joe Thomas. We're not going to do this. <laughs> we, you know, at the end of the day, do you see the Cleveland Browns when you look at the AFC? Do you see them at, as constituted as a team that can compete over the sustained period of time, given what they have in the front office in, in this roster? At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Well, I think first of all, it, it's as it's currently constituted is the key phrase because you know going into next year, I think this number is is going to be around forty five percent for Miles Garrett, uh, Deshaun Watson, and Amari Cooper. For, they're, they're, Amari Cooper, so they're going to be about forty five percent of the salary cap. So you have to uh, take that into consideration, but. You know, trying to find the positives in, in in that game against the Saints the other day, I thought that was I thought I thought Deshaun Watson made some impressive throws on that last drive. Now, you know, should you have been throwing 31 times in that game? I know that you guys have probably gone through that time and time again during this <laughs> show. Uh, maybe maybe not. Maybe maybe not. But Deshaun Watson's going to keep getting better as he gets more comfortable. Uh, you know, as the weapons around him are more familiar with him. Uh, I, I think that this team's going to look a lot better with him at quarterback. And that just changes a lot of things. It changes the way that you call games. It, it obviously changes the outcome of a lot of games and the feeling that a lot of people have about coming to the team. So uh, I think they are going to be very competitive next year. You know, you almost, I mean, you're in the playoffs until last week, right? With, uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett, and I know he played well and better than a lot of people expected, but still, you you know, had a shot at the playoffs until just this week. So I, I, I do believe, but it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they manage that salary cap situation. And if, you know, there are definitely going to be some people that, are, that aren't going to be back. Uh, the question is, how good are you evaluating the talent that you bring in to replace some of those guys? Yeah, I think, you know, the thing that the Cleveland Browns needed this year that they didn't have is time. They needed time to figure out who could do what, how Deshaun Watson was going to fit in, and they really didn't have that time. And maybe get Swartz on the jugs machine. Other than that, you got to find somebody with some speed. Um, 
You got you got a very talented tight end, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, DPJ is coming along. You just don't really have anybody who can blow the top off. And um, I think offensively you'll be fine there. Uh, defensively, I don't know what happened. Right? We we you know we always thought that anytime you play the Cleveland Browns, you got to deal with them defensively, and you got to deal with them stopping the run. And and it just kind of like the defense failed a lot. So. I don't know if it's a if it's a, a schematic thing. I don't know if it's a, a mentality thing about you know guys just not into it the way they were. Um, I'll tell you, <clears throat> winning is a funny thing because um, I know how I felt when I was in Cleveland trying to fight through it, right? And a lot of people, you know, were down on Bill Belichick, but you know we we always felt that we were moving in the right direction. It just probably wasn't help happening fast enough. <clears throat> and then I got to Minnesota, and from the first day when you got your schedule all the way up through the Super Bowl, there was no deviating from that schedule, and there wasn't nobody who felt that we weren't going to get there. At no point in time, since the, the second I walked into that locker room, and part of that is because you never had a losing season. You're, you're, you know, he had been to the playoffs but hadn't won a playoff game till I got there I think the second year I was there um and so things you you always had hope when I got to Minnesota and Rob could tell you this it was always hope when you said this year you really meant we were gonna do it this year you wasn't hoping because we were building something and I think a lot of teams need to see that we thought we saw it last year two years ago against Kansas City right and all hell broke loose the next couple of years. So we got to just figure out how the Browns can get to where, like, not only the organization, but the players, the fans, everybody can see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And right now it's so muddled up. Like, you don't know who's going to do what, who's happy, who's not, what the coach is going to do, what the organization thinks. And, and it's just chaos. That yeah. There's no hope. It's a huge so I hope. Hey. No yeah, but 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 here, hey guys, yeah. guys, look at look at the look at the playoff picture right now. You know, all across the league, what's the common element that you always see in those playoff teams? They got a guy throwing the football That's that right. is a difference maker, and Cleveland has a difference maker throwing the football now. No period, guys. And that's that's all. Uh, quite frankly, it's all the hope that you need, in my opinion, because they have enough of the pieces around him. That's that's going to transform the entire mentality of the team. I believe in this off season heading into next season. No doubt, this off season's huge, and getting Deshaun Watson a full off season, a full training camp, all the time with the coaches, a normal off season for him for the first time in years will be huge. Before we let you guys go, Tyvis. I know you wanted to to hit him with a Buckeyes question. Oh yeah, I was going to ask them, Robert. When you look at this, you know this matchup that we having against Georgia. What is one key X factor that the Buckeyes have? I mean, obviously we know about the wide receiver. What's a hidden gem that the Buckeyes need in this game to be able to get over Georgia? You better find a way to stop the run. I mean, those three backs. You know, the, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I snuck one in there. <laughs> I like that. I, that's, hey, hey, tell, hey, tell us how you feel, dog. Hey, you good? Hey, Talk today, to 
Do they have that? Do they have, got a little too comfortable in the car? Do they, have that, they, have that, they, they don't have that dump button that uh, that uh, no. that that puts out those uh, words. YouTube, Robbie, yeah. good. We good on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know I mean Milton by himself you know is averaging more yards per carry than Ohio State gave up against Michigan and look and I know or yards per carry uh, you know and I know that a lot of those were big runs and and splash plays but you know the last two games for Ohio State concerned me you know you know giving up 30 points uh, to to a Maryland team that had been shut out the week before against Penn State the difference for me can you stop the run can you force them to throw the ball obviously we know that they have to be able to cover better than they did on those breakdowns in the secondary and we've seen too many of those this year but the key for me if ohio state wins this game they will have slowed down not stopped they will have slowed down the georgia rushing attack robert leroy we're out yeah. of time but five <clears throat> seconds or less more likely to win ohio state or tcu what do you say Ohio State. Leroy? Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio. I, I would say Ohio State. If I'm Ohio State, I'm running them off the field. I'm I'm running them every which way I can because speed kills and they ain't got none. Guys, good to see you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Happy New Year. All right, Happy New Year. Have a good Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Leroy. <laughs> Bye, Robert Ty. Smith. Good to see those guys. Ty. Bye, Ty. <laughs> Get him off. Get him off, man. But you know what? If, the Buc- if somehow the Buckeyes win and TCU beats Michigan, ooh, it'll be a nice going to be a rough day week. for him next year. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.